you're listening to That Music Podcast with me, Bryson Tarbett. I'm the music educator and blogger behind That Music Teacher and ThatMusicTeacher.com. Join me as I dive into what it really means to be a music educator. I hope that you're able to find a nugget of inspiration each week as I share my favorite ways to create purposeful instruction through active music making. So grab a coffee, sit down, and let's get started. This episode is brought to you by ThriftBooks. ThriftBooks.com is the largest online seller of used books in the United States. They pride themselves on offering the lowest everyday price on used books on the web, with over 13 million books in stock. Everything from classic children's books like The Little Engine That Could to the latest thriller by John Grisham. I've used ThriftBooks for over two years now, and I can't recommend them enough. To save 15% off on your first order, plus free shipping on orders of $10 or more, go to thatmusicteacher.com slash thriftbooks. Again, head over to thatmusicteacher.com slash thriftbooks to save 50% off on your first order, plus free shipping on orders of $10 or more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of That Music Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about student teaching in music, because let's be honest, it's one of the first times that we step in front of a classroom, and it's one of the weirdest things that we do in our lives. We're on a weird schedule. Sometimes we're half student, half teacher, and we're juggling everything from finding a job to preparing for our license exams. So this episode's all for those student teachers out there that are preparing and getting ready to do one of the most meaningful things that they'll do in their career. As I sit here on break, thinking about the weeks leading up to my final student teaching experiences, I get a little bit reminiscent. I was sitting at home over the winter break, feeling excited and nervous, and then I began to start feeling really anxious and apprehensive. Because let's be honest, this was finally it. All of my college career was heading to this one point, and I was finally going to be teaching music. I was so excited, because this is everything I'd ever wanted to do, and it was only a few weeks away. But something happened as those weeks turned into days. I started freaking out, and I started second-guessing myself. How could I be ready? How was I supposed to know what to do in front of a group of students? So like most people, I turned to the internet, and I googled music student teaching help. And honestly, I was pretty disappointed in the music-related information that I was able to find about student teaching. I was able to find some information about student teaching that was helpful to my situation a little bit, like making sure you're packing your lunches and ways to juggle being a student and a teacher. But the, a lot of the music stuff I felt was missing. Because let's be honest, student teaching music is kind of its own beast. So I decided to take some time and think about my own student teaching experiences and what I wish that I would have known before I walked in on the first day and introduced myself to my students. I came up with five different things that I really wish that I knew. And I honestly think if I would have known these, I would have been much easier on myself during student teaching, and it would have made the entire situation a lot more pleasant for me. The first thing I wish I would have known is that there was no way I was going to know every student by name. With student teaching and music, one, we have so many students, let's be honest, that's part of the beast. And depending on how the schedule at your school that your student teaching is, you might only see a group of students a couple of times each week, and that's if you're lucky. On top of that, we usually have split placements, so we're not at the same teaching situation for the entire time of our student teaching. I want to give you permission to realize that you are not going to know every student by name and you're not going to have them memorized, and that is okay. Even by the end of my first placement, there were students that I had not know, I did not know their name of, and they were the ones that I've been working on in my junior placement as well. 
that's just part of the beast of having so many students and being able to try to take in so much information all at once. Give yourself some, some grace and understand that if you make a mistake, it's fine. Just own up to a mistake and move on. So my advice to you, if you're going into your first student teaching placement, or even if you're just going into any sort of field placement, is just to try your hardest. Remember as many names as you can, and if you make a mistake, correct yourself and move on. Another practical piece of advice is having a seating chart with student names and photos. This can be really helpful for having you memorize names, but it's also really great to have on a music stand or somewhere nearby where you can see it when you're working with a class. Number two is something I really, really wish I knew before I started student teaching. And that's that some people are not going to understand why you're going to be so tired. One of the less ideal things about being a student teacher is being in that weird in-between stage. You're on a professional schedule, but you aren't 100% a professional. If your school is anything like mine, you still might have to live on campus, which adds another facet of awkward to it. Let me tell you, I literally shared a bunk bed during my senior year when I was doing my student teaching placement. And let me tell you, getting dressed in the dark so you don't wake up your roommate, it takes a toll on you. I love my friends, but a lot of them, especially those that weren't student teaching, just didn't understand why I was going to bed early or why I wasn't hanging out with them on the weekends like I used to. I truly don't think that they understood the magnitude of what student teaching really is. Because there's a lot going on. When I was student teaching, a student taught all day, I had three different classes throughout the week, and I also had, on top of that, looking for a job and things like that, right? And there's so much to do, and lesson planning, and making sure that you're studying for your license exams, and there's just a lot to juggle, and sometimes you run out of time. So if you need to take a nap, if you need to go to bed early, do it. Take care of yourself. Your friends will understand. Understand that you're going to be tired. Understand that that's important and this is part of the struggle of being a student teacher and understand that you're going to work through it. When I stepped into school on my first day of student teaching, it didn't feel quite that different. After all, I'd worked with one period of these students the the entire year as part of my secondary methods placements. So it just kind of seemed like I was going back for that. But when first period ended and I stayed, it began to be really real. I was going to eat lunch in the teacher's lounge that day. I was going to write lesson plans. I was going to help my teacher work through the music library. I remember sitting on that first day and taking notes and observing and understanding the schedule and thinking that this was going to be such a long process, that I was going to have to wait so long before I was going to teach because I had to observe and understand all this new new information that I had not been a part of before. But then in the blink of an eye, it was my last day. It was the end of the third quarter, and I was about to leave. And I look back at working with those kids, those crazy 7th and 8th grade students, and I was sad. I always knew that teaching music in the middle school level was an option, but I never thought that I would enjoy it. Since I started working with students in undergrad, I always thought that elementary was going to be my my area, and it is. But I never thought that I would enjoy teaching 7th and 8th grade choir as much as I did. And when I look back at how quickly that quarter had gone... It really put into perspective just how quickly these student teaching placements go. If you really take the time of looking at it, student teaching is so short. That semester that seemed to go on forever when you were in your gen eds will never seem shorter than the year that you student teach. It doesn't help that most student teaching placements are also split, like I said before, so you're only going to be there for half of that time. I student taught both middle school choir and elementary school general music, and I only got about nine weeks at each placement 
which is really crazy when you think about schedule rotations and other days that you might not see kids as normally scheduled. If you're anything like I was in undergrad, you're going to be ready with college to be just done. And you really want to get on with the rest of your life. But I urge you to slow down and try to enjoy it a little bit. Be a sponge, take everything that you can into your brain, store it all for later and see what happens. Now I'll be the first one to say, I hated when people told me that when I was an undergrad. I hated when my mom told me not to wish my life away and to enjoy where I was because I was just ready to be in my own classroom making music with my own kids. But I do urge you to understand just how special this time is. This is one of the last times you're going to be able to see a master teacher teach before you go into your own classroom and have to do it yourself. And that's a really special thing. The relationship that you have with your students and your student teaching placement, as well as your cooperating teachers, is something that you will carry with you for the rest of your career. And it's going to fly by. So enjoy your time with these students and your colleagues, because your student teaching placement is going to fly by. While I love making music with my own students in my own classroom, I wouldn't say that they were my first students. I don't care if I was only student teaching. Those students in those classes were mine. I'm not saying they weren't my cooperating teachers, but they were definitely mine. To this day, I have such fond memories of the time spent with those students for my student teaching placements, and they're always going to hold a big place in my heart. Because let's be honest, these were the first students that I was able to practice being a teacher with. These were the first students that I was able to create music without any other adult a part of it. It was just me and those students creating music and experiencing music together. And that's such a great feeling. And you know what stinks about that? When you have to leave. I wish that I would have known just how hard it was going to be to leave my placements. Even though I was only there for a short time, I really grew fond of being able to create music with each of my students every day. And it was really hard for me to leave. I'm glad that I feel so fondly about this group of people, but I want you to understand that leaving can be hard and to prepare yourself for it so that you're not taken by surprise. The last thing that I wish I would have known before I started student teaching is that I was going to make countless mistakes. Yep. You are going to make mistakes in student teaching. You're going to do something wrong. And you're probably going to say something 100% innocent that your students will take to a very inappropriate place. Remember when I said I student taught middle school? Yeah. But hey, that's part of the gig. You're going to make mistakes. And I'll be the first one to say that I've learned more in my mistakes than everything going right. I wish that I would have known that everyone makes mistakes during their student teaching and that sometimes you just need to laugh at yourself and move on. If you're anything like me, sometimes you can fail in some pretty hilariously epic ways. Try not to take things too seriously, and you'll be just fine. Remember to breathe and roll with the punches. Making mistakes is how you learn. That's why we do this. If you make the mistakes here in your student teaching, that means you don't have to make them in your first year of teaching. So try your hardest. See what happens. Put yourself out there. You're not going to learn if you never make any attempts. Give something a try. If it doesn't work, that's fine. This is the time where you're experimenting to see what works and what doesn't for you. On that note, just because it works for your cooperating teacher, that doesn't mean it's going to work for you. You're your own teacher. You're your own person. And sometimes it's not going to work for you. You have to be authentic to you. As a little tangent, I student taught in the middle school choir with someone who was a piano major. So clearly, she was much better at piano than I was. 
I have never been a pianist. I've never been one to enjoy playing the piano, but I can do what I need to do. But that student teaching placement was a struggle. I just spent a lot of time practicing our choir music and practicing warm-ups and things like that in a practical way that was new to me. And if I would have tried to do lead rehearsals like she did from the piano and using the piano more than my voice, it wouldn't have worked. So I had to pivot. Instead of being behind the piano, instead of using the piano as my primary tool, I used my voice and it worked because I realized that my piano skills were not my strong suit, but I could use my voice and model and things like that to help my students get where they needed to be. And that worked for me. Just because it works for someone else doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And just because it doesn't work for someone else doesn't mean that you're going to have the same failure. Honestly, to this day, student teaching has been one of the hardest periods of my life. But it's also been one of the most rewarding times I've ever experienced. Sometimes student teaching and music really stinks, and it's a lot of work. But I wouldn't trade the experiences that I had and the knowledge that I gained from it for anything. So if you're a student teaching in music, or if you're about to be, or maybe even if you have a year or so before you do it, I promise you that everything is going to be okay. Take a deep breath, have fun, enjoy your time, and before you know it, it'll be graduation day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of That Music Podcast. If you're about to student teach, or if you're in the middle of it now, please know that you're doing something that is incredibly amazing and that it will be one of the most important times of your life. If you ever have any questions, or if you just need someone to tell you that you're on the right track, please feel free to reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, or at thatmusicteacherblog at gmail.com. As always, you can find the show notes and more useful information at thatmusicteacher.com. Thank you so much again for listening, and I hope that you enjoy your time making music with kids each and every day.